Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Way Things Used to Be. I'm your host, Don Williams. Do you remember the ice cream truck coming down the street on a hot summer day? Well, I do. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about my experiences with an ice cream truck, not just as somebody buying ice cream, but actually working on one as well. Don't go away. Do you remember that sound? It sure brings back some wonderful memories of my youth. The ice cream truck was always a welcome thing on a hot summer day. I remember meeting the truck out on the street and how the driver had to get out and open the freezer doors on the side to get the yummy treats that I selected. My favorite was push-ups, either the vanilla with fudge or the orange sherbet. When I finished eating that delicious ice cream, I had a stick and a plastic push plate. I collected them and put them together to make wheels with an axle. I didn't do much with it after that, but it was kind of fun. And then they eventually wound up in a trash anyway when my mom got tired of stepping on them. I also remember Twin Pops, chocolate-dipped ice cream bars, and ice cream sandwiches. Man, I'm getting hungry just talking about this. One year I received money for Christmas and I could hardly wait to buy ice cream with it. It took a long time for that winter to go by, but as soon as that ice cream truck started coming around, I started buying ice cream. I was feeling pretty generous having all that money, so I decided to buy treats for all the kids in the neighborhood. Needless to say, that money went fast. Now let's fast forward to the 1980s. After my dad retired from his job with the federal government, he wanted to do something to supplement his income. At that time, me and my two brothers were still in high school, and it was kind of difficult to raise a family on his retirement income. So dad decided to buy an ice cream truck, and he made his daily rounds in the surrounding neighborhoods. He was very dedicated to his work, and this was made evident by the fact that he dressed in a uniform shirt and had a custom-made hat. That's something you just don't see anymore. These days, a majority of the people driving those trucks have long hair, nose piercings, and tattoos all over their forearms. Okay, not all of them, but a lot of them, and they might be selling more than just ice cream out of the back of that truck. Dad was known to the neighborhood kids as Captain Blizzard. His truck was a very old 1967 Ford with a wimpy straight-six engine and Chevrolet hubcaps. It was in pretty rough shape when he bought it, but he put a lot of time and effort into it. It even had bells on the front and a music box that was amplified through a loudspeaker. It played the song Little Brown Jug, not Ring Around the Rosie or the ABC song. It was interesting how a song about moonshine would draw the little kitties and their money. The music box was eventually silenced due to a noise ordinance the city issued. Dad was also asked to stop selling near neighborhood high schools because of the excessive trash that was left behind, even though he took the time to pick it up and put it in the garbage every afternoon. Because of the age of the truck, it was difficult for Dad to find anybody to work on it. Dad did attempt some of the repairs himself, some were successful and some not so successful, like the smoking alternator. Despite the truck's age, Dad cleaned it up and had it professionally painted. He even had his own custom logos painted on the side. I think he took it to Earl Scheid, the man who could paint any car for $99.95. At least that's what the commercials on television claim. If you don't believe me, look it up on YouTube. The truck had no power steering or power brakes and was very difficult to control on the road. I did drive it a couple of times, just short distances, but it was like driving a lumber wagon being pulled by a team of horses. I helped Dad out on occasions collecting sticky coins from kids who were anxious for their frozen treats. Some of the kids were so young they couldn't even count their money. They would just slap the coins down on the stainless steel counter for Dad to count. 
He was very patient with them and always gave them back any extra money. I sometimes think he even let them get away with not paying enough. That's just the kind of man my dad was and still is. Some of the treats that he sold were choco tacos and ice cream sandwiches, hard candies. He even had cans of soda pop that he kept on ice, courtesy of the local 7-Eleven store where he bought buckets of ice for a dollar. This might sound like it was easy work, but it really wasn't. To start with, the truck had no air conditioning, just a small fan near the driver's seat. There was nothing worse than sweating in a hot box on wheels. Cracked fingers and knuckles were a result of repeatedly reaching into sub-zero freezers. Dad did well with the truck for nearly 10 years. The money he made every summer helped to finance vacations to Europe with my mom. He finally decided to settle into retirement by hanging up his Captain Blizzard hat and selling the truck. Many years later, I saw what I thought was Dad's truck, so I stopped the guy driving it and decided to talk to him. And while I was talking to him, I looked around, and sure enough, it was Dad's truck. There were some telltale signs that only my dad would have made with that truck. It was nice to see it still in service. Dad had a lot of interesting encounters with kids. One time while he was conducting business, another kid reached around behind him, grabbed a handful of suckers out of the display box, and ran off. When my dad yelled at him to stop, he pulled down his pants and gave him the full moon. As far as I know, that was the only time he ever got ripped off. So I didn't work a whole lot on the ice cream truck with my dad, but it was an interesting experience to say the least. I don't know how he did it for 10 years, but he sure did. And he made a positive impact on the neighborhood kids. Hey folks, just a side note, uh, the music box that you heard at the beginning of this podcast is the actual music box out of my dad's ice cream truck. That's the only thing that we saved from it before he sold it. Okay, folks, here's a little bonus for you. Here's a TV commercial from 1986 for Earl Scheib, the guy who could paint any car for $99.95. I'm Earl Scheib. I'll paint any car for just $99.95. This week only, Earl Scheib will give you $20 metalwork absolutely free with your paint job. Earl Scheib does complete body and fender repair. Come in for a free estimate. Insurance work is welcome. That's $20 free metal work this week only at Earl Scheib's. Right. I'll paint any car for just $99.95. Thanks for joining me once again on The Way Things Used to Be. I really appreciate you listening in, and I'd like to hear from you. You can email me at donald9360 at gmail.com. Join me next time when I talk about my first car. See you then.